love for a little bit of time But nowadays I need peace of mind Earth is a life sentence of death So nowadays I don't even fight for mine Never had no one yet to fight for me in this world Yeah, I'm all alone My heart filled with so much loyalty Yeah, they know I'll never fall, yeah All they hoes tryna get in my face They just wanna be in my life and involved Why am I fighting for people who don't fight for me? Yeah, this don't need to be resolved, yeah Getting rich with my brothers, you ain't finna be in the mix, yeah, yeah. Turned you up for some days and you still wanna talk shit for what? I cut her off right before she got harmed. She texted, not cute, yeah, I'm behind Hey everybody, welcome back to the Expressions Podcast. And today we have, in my opinion, a legendary episode. Someone, uh, an artist specifically that I've been tapped into for some years now. Some years, two, two years I'd say. Uh, and I think... A lot of people will know him, and to this day, he's still going just as crazy. I'm blessed to be joined by the one and only Necessary. Ness, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing good, bro. I appreciate you for having me on, for real. I've never been on no podcast before. 100%, bro. Really, the the pleasure's all mine. I'm, I'm extremely <laughs> excited to talk to you. Obviously, like I said in my intro, an underground legend. You've been making waves for a long time now, and the people want to know, first and foremost, man, where are you from? Where do you represent? All right, so a lot of people probably don't even know. I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Wow. Let's but go. it won't really sound like it because, like, I took a different route when it came to that. I ended up moving to the States. I was born and raised, like, up there, and then I lived in, like, this city. It's called uh, Pickering, Ontario. It's, like, a of probably like 30 minutes from like downtown Toronto mm-hmm. and then like I moved from there when I was graduating from eighth grade going into high school I did high school in the U.S. I'm actually in like Nashville Tennessee now okay so yeah I don't really sound like a Toronto artist but a lot of people say when they hear me talk then I sound Canadian but no one's really heard me talk much because I don't really do interviews or like, I haven't really done a lot of, like, outside of music content, which I got to get better at because I'd just be, like, an introvert, I guess. Hey, hey, nothing wrong with that. We're starting, though, right here on the Expressions Podcast, the first ever necessary interview. But you deserve recognition, Thanks. man. You've I done so much it, for bro. the culture already, and we'll talk about that. So, but I'm interested. Ontario, Nashville, Tennessee, two very different places what do you think the biggest difference was you know coming out of ontario as uh going into high school and starting it in a brand new not only just place but brand new country right what was that like man i was definitely very sad moving because like when you're in the eighth grade you have like all your friends and you're like excited to go to high school with them and I like went to another school before that. So I was going to go to a school with basically like everyone I grew up with since I was yeah. in like kindergarten till then. So I was like, you know, it was a little bit like bittersweet because I didn't really know what to expect. Like there's nothing out here that like had my attention to think like, oh, it's going to be cool. It's not like New York or like Florida or something where, you know, you kind of like always wanted to go to those places or you visited before. I visited like two times before I moved here. I thought it was like, or whatever but I just never like like honestly a lot of people think when I tell them I move they think I'm in Texas they don't know the difference <laughs> so even like Texas might have even been like I probably wouldn't have even been as sad if I was moving to Texas because I've been there before yeah 
So Texas it's like, buy, though. yeah, it is. And there's like, I don't know. It's it, mainly the main thing was just like diversity was super different. So I went yeah. from like going to school with all like races and then I come here. I, there's probably like, oh man, like majority white people, which yeah. is fine. But it definitely was like a little weird, you know, because you hear a lot of things about the U.S. until you live there. You don't like you don't really realize like what's the reality of it. But yeah. I mean, I, I may do with, may do with it. I mean, I went to high school for two years and I was like, nah, this like sucks. So I'm going to go online. And then COVID ended up happening and I was already online. So I was kind of like ahead of it. And I was in like a program where I get all my work for the school year um, at once. So I could do it at my own pace. So I would really just work ahead. And then I like graduated early. And then that's when life like really got good is when I stopped going to like school for real. Because I could lock in and you know, yeah, build like way more relationships like online. So yeah, but I, I mean, it was cool to like experience like different stuff like that because you just learn how to like adapt. It's just good skills to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with that. And you know, you talk about just this. You didn't mention it these exact words, but just the cultural difference between Canada and the U S and not only that, just the cultural difference between Ontario and, and, and Nashville. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm in New York here, which I've mentioned on the pod many times. Uh, obviously there's been people on the pod from all over the country, all over the world. And those cultural differences are real, man. It's something you got to adjust to like getting accustomed right. to, you know, what are the norms? Like some shit you say in Ontario could be like something that's like funny to say, but here could be the most offensive thing ever, vice versa, right? Yeah. And like exactly. learning that, like it's a learning curve, man. It's definitely tough. But hey, man, Nashville, Tennessee seems pretty popping from what people tell me. A lot of people like to go there and have a good time, it seems. Nah, like it is. It's expanding. There. It's like people are moving from all over. So like it's just cool. It's it's a nice place. And since I'm like, I don't really like to do too much stuff. So yeah. I'm kind of just like on the outskirts, just like cool. And it's like, I never have to really worry about anything out here. Cause it's kind of like everyone does their own thing, which I like. Yeah. That's good. So I, I, I've grown to like it. Like once I matured and got older, I realized like it's the best, probably the best thing that happened to me. Cause it led me to like, even like where I am right now, like I probably wouldn't have been on this call or have like taken a whole different route if I stayed in Canada. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic to hear. Couldn't be happier on this call. And that's interesting, though, appreciating that that sort of your, that space, that sort of uh, solidarity. As you've gotten older, I just had um another producer on the podcast, this guy named Harvey. He's from South Dakota, which obviously, mm. like, <laughs> the fuck is in South Dakota? And we both agree. Right. But yeah, for him, no as idea. he's gotten older, exactly, I can tell you. And as he's gotten older now, he's really appreciated all that quiet and that sort of just right peacefulness that he was able to experience there. And you go really, there's a lot of places in the world. It's very pop. A lot of it's dense. Like where I live, the population is so fucking dense. There's so much going on. And like, sometimes when you're out and just like Tennessee in the fields or whatever, and like, it's just real calm man. that there's something beautiful about them for sure. So Thanks. Bring us back all the way to the beginning, though, of the music journey. How did you start making music, Ness? All right. So, first of all, like, I've always been around music my whole life, but I was always, like, the sports person in my family. So, 
I would be playing like I played soccer like majority of my life. Like so far. There's that like I probably like really could have went far with it, but I kinda like fell out of love with it at a certain point. And then I started playing basketball because I, I got like pretty tall. And then uh then I kinda like stopped caring for that as much too, because like when I moved, I was kinda like I fell out of love with like life, to be honest. Like I just was kinda just trying to adapt and figure out like like I don't know I just felt like I got dropped in the middle of nowhere so I just I felt very like weird and then I was it was actually because I stopped going to school one day I was on GTA 5 and uh I met uh, I don't know if you're like familiar but he's like a rapper named TJX6 he's like a scam rapper from yeah of course of course of course of course so like we met through GTA and then like I guess since everyone was like at school at that time like no one was like spamming him to like join the party so i just like sent him an invite i wasn't thinking much of it and he like joined and like from that point on he like i guess he thought i was like funny and shit so we started playing like gta like often like he would dm me to hop on like then i had his number and like then i met like 10k kev like cash and like like yeah so I was basically like this kid who ended up like around these like scam rappers and like they kind of like took me in and then I started making like music as a joke like kind of how they would make like funny songs and stuff and then I kind of like just matured more and then I started to like learn more how to like actually make music and I could always like freestyle as a kid and stuff I don't know why but I was always like just decent at it and then uh, I never write music so over time like I just learned how to like structure songs like I just it was just like trial and error like just putting in a lot of work to figure out like how I wanted it to sound and then I feel like I really found it like I'd say like end of last year like around this time of year literally like I really got locked in mm -hmm. and because when I learned how to mix is when I felt like comfortable because I like I didn't like how it sounded so yeah fast forward like I met them. They helped me out. They actually promoted like the first song I ever dropped and stuff and helped me get like a decent amount of like motion at the time. There's like probably a few people who like remember that beginning part that still follow me. But um, yeah, no, nah, shout out to them. Like they helped me out a lot, bro. Like they gave me free features and stuff and uh, they would repost my stuff on SoundCloud. So that really like jump started me, honestly. So it was like cool to be able to like learn from them because they were like, one of the hottest things at that time so. yeah no i mean tjx6 was ridiculous like that's such a crazy fucking right. story. Like, <laughs> we became like yeah story. we became, we be, not a lot of people know but like we became like super close like the first first outfit his uh baby ever made like wore when he was born was um like a gift i got him it had like his merch i, I turned his merch like i got the merch design and then i put it on like the baby thing and then like yeah he posted a picture so like really I consider him like family, like um, because like I'm just he's just been there from the jump, to be honest. So shout out to him. I'll always be thankful for that, because like he didn't have to do any of that. Yeah. Wow. That's that's so fucking crazy to me. I definitely was gonna ask about how that whole relationship started because if you go back, you know, all the way to your oldest, oldest songs that you still have posted on your SoundCloud. You know, right. you have a few songs with TJXX, and, like, that just seems sort of random to me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know what I'm random. saying? In, in the best way possible, though. So, something I'm curious about is, 
you seem to just sort of obviously you were into music you were into you know finding music that you like obviously you knew who tjx6 was however you knew him you knew him but you definitely knew he made music and yeah you know, right. he would just do some crazy shit too you see on like social media and everything but exactly so it's almost like as you started to hang around them more uh you know playing gta etc you sort of just started you almost got bit by the music bug in a sense yeah for from sure there, yeah does that that sound right yeah definitely it's like it became like it could actually be a real thing and i was thinking like i don't really play sports anymore like like i should see see how this is you know what i mean so i i probably didn't even think of it that serious at first but once i like uh you know you find a name for yourself you get your first cover arts then you're like okay like maybe this is something that can be yeah. real you know yeah so Ness, it's been very real. Uh, you 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 put up some crazy numbers. You put up some historic numbers, and you've been doing this for a little while now. You you've been around the block before. Let's say, you ready to give your resume? For sure, for sure. You ready? Here we go. I'm gonna. Uh, the people need to know. So first and foremost, been a little minute with Sofago, seven hundred twenty eight thousand streams, and uh for me, this is the first song I've ever heard from you. I think for a, a lot of people, it probably was. This is a legendary song. It's a legendary song. I think usually I like to go through the whole sort of resume. I think right now we need to... I, I would love to hear the story about how this happened. This song sort of got made and or whatever it may be. And what's your reaction yeah. to it kind of being what it is now and what it's what it's sort of become? Because... Again, this was this song was like constantly like in the algorithms, constantly was like in like different playlists. I'd see it everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah, was key. this mm. was a hit hit. And you know, this was obviously what, like two years ago now, 2021? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I honestly yeah, 2020, 2021. Now. So it was during it was during it was during that era when, you know, Fago was it, it was a point where it was like it was Fago Yeet, you know? This is top yeah, close. And you know, like off the map and everything, like just that whole sound that he was on. I mean, he was dominating. So tell just tell the story about how that all happened and you know, what are your thoughts about, in my opinion, having a signature song from that era? Really, like I didn't even know it was like that big until like other people would kind of like tell me. Cause I used to like not really pay attention too much. Like I'll go look at my like overall plays, but I wouldn't really look at like individual songs. So what happened was I hit him up. Like I knew him for like a while, not like super personally. I just knew who he was and like I seen him like blowing up. It was like pretty early on though, so it was easy to get a hold of him. And I just asked him, like, I don't remember I think I paid eighty dollars, bro, for that. Wow. And uh had some fucking yeah I, I i was like nervous to buy features back then because i thought like everyone was a scammer because i used to always hear that like certain artists were scammers but he was always pretty chill so i was like all right i'm gonna just like invest in myself see what happens so i like made the song i actually don't even like the song like fun fact <laughs> like it's cool but i was like like when i hear it i just feel like i was like a, like a young kid i don't know yeah like Cause like I evolved so much, and then like everyone, like it's love and hate. Like I used to get comments like people wish there was like a Sofago only version, and I'm of like, course. but this like I don't really care about that because 
it's like y'all still like y'all don't realize like y'all getting me paid like so it's like funny <laughs> but uh I mean, I get why they like the song. That's like his signature sound, like before he like really like blew up. But then I realized he was blowing up because like it would randomly get like thousands of plays a week. And I'm like, what's going on? And then that's when like he started getting like a Travis cosign. And then I guess people were like digging into his music and like my song when they'd search, I guess, was coming up. So like it was just kind of at the top of that list. Mm. And uh, yeah, so that was kind of like lucky, honestly. So. I didn't ever like have to really promo it. I never like bought a repost, nothing. Like it did what it did, and I just dropped it one day. And I don't think I ever snippeted it. I literally just dropped it. Uh, yeah, that was he it. Didn't re he didn't repost it or nothing. Like <laughs> people just found it, and so you know, I'm grateful though because like it brought like it brings me attention to my other stuff too, of course. So it's cool, but yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I guess I have better better songs, but it is. It yeah, is like yeah, no, no, listen, listen, of now, course, so of I course. get it. Yeah, I again, and I, and you know, the thing about talking to a lot of artists and prods at this point is, you know, your best, your your favorite version of yourself for a lot of time for artists or prods is your current version. Like, for sure, yeah. And I never want to make it seem like like again, there, you have so much fire music, and I have so much more to add, but. It's just that song. Nah, I get it though, for yeah, sure, because no, that song is huge. It's like, no, it's I like, guess it's bigger it's than I expected. It's iconic. Yeah. I mean, to me, if you have a song that's basically in the next, you know, let's say year or so, hits, um, hits a million streams all the time in like three years, four years, like that's fucking crazy. It's just crazy. Like to me, it's just the impact of it is just so substantial. You just have to take a second to just appreciate it, man. Because, yeah, like, about nah, all the people dope. who've listened to that and, like, have gotten so much enjoyment for that. Because regardless if people are like, oh, I wish I had a Sofago version only, I know so many artists, and I see it all the time, that'll buy a feature, and, like, the song just isn't that good. Like, it's just not that good. Like, a song doesn't get yeah. streams for being trash. Like, it's not... I don't think it's more complicated than that. Like, obviously, you did your thing on it, too. But it's just not your sound. It's not who you are now, though. I totally understand, but moment in history. yeah no oh, for sure it is, it is cool though like i do like to like go back and sometimes just like reflect on it because it's good to see the evolution of things so it yeah. is cool and and i always remember like when i meet people and then they find out i do music they're always like oh you did a song with sofago or you did a song with this person and i'm like like i forget sometimes so i'm like yeah <laughs> like they don't know that i've made so much music since then so it's like I forget sometimes too because it feels like a while now. Like time's gone by quick. We've had a whole pandemic since then. Like it's crazy. Yeah, no, that that era that I mentioned, sort of uh, that off the map Sofago era, like all that going on at that time. That song specifically, like yeah, do that. That could have been to me like a decade ago. At this point, it feels like, and yeah, which is crazy, but shit just moves so fast, and music just keeps getting better and better and better, man, all around. So I can't complain. So. To keep going in, to keep just going into the resume right now, you said mm -hmm. something like people find it crazy that you made a song with Fago, but dude, you got a great fucking ear because you have songs with the craziest of people. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I was early on like majority of the biggest artists that are like un were underground that like made it to mainstream. Yeah, but that's just because like, bro, I seen the vision in people like before people like hop on like bandwagons before TikTok was like really a thing. Yeah, because um. 
like I knew he like he always uh I always knew he would be big. Like I told him he'll have a song with Uzi. He had a song like he has hundreds of songs with Uzi now probably. Like bro, I like to see that stuff because like it, it kind of gives me like hope, you know, cuz I remember he's been grinding for years too. Like if you go back and see his music videos, like he's been grinding for like bro, like I don't you know, know like seven years, maybe yeah, more. Twenty eighteen. Like bro. I don't even know. Like it's yeah. crazy. And and you see him like he's had features with people who are like bigger than him, but now he's like pretty much bigger than majority of them, except for like maybe the ones that he's done like like with Thug or whatever. But like even then, like he might be out streaming some of those guys soon. I mean, fact of the matter is, is in twenty twenty two. Because he's new, bro. Yeah. Yeet in twenty twenty two is a top fifty streamed artist in the globe. The whole entire yeah, it's crazy time. to see, bro. I remember I was like, when he, I guess it was kind of like that little rage era, but like, yeah, when I when I seen that, I knew he was gonna be big because like, he has good work, like work ethic too. So, a lot yeah. of people like they start getting clout and stuff, and they get like comfortable, and then like they kind of like fall off. But yeah, I knew he like always wanted that shit so bad. So like when he really started to gain traction like he locked in he gave and he gave the fans what they wanted he'd snip his songs but then drop them like not too long after like he did it the right way so like i look at something like that and like you gotta like kind of be able to take things from it like i may not talk to him no more or whatever but it's like i love to see that type of stuff because mm -hmm. i don't yeah. know like i know he's a hard worker so i like to yeah. see when that pays off for people because it gives like me hope other people hope like you know what i mean 100% I totally agree with you and it's so fire to just see a person like that you locked in with you're able to talk to a little bit and just seem go up to this to the point he has which is just it it's larger than life at this point uh but you like like we're talking about right now to mention the song Prada with the uh 12,000 streams so yeah you you like you said you've been tapped in shout out Yeet one of the greatest at this point you also have just to talk about some of your older stuff going back, you have a song with yeah. little candy paint option. It's like the oldest song on your page out of date. That was the yeah. first feature I ever bought. I remember that. It was like, mm -hmm. what was that? What year was that? 2019 or 2020? It's, uh, I think it was 20. Let me see if I had it right here. Yeah, yeah, that was 2019. Yeah, so that was the first feature I ever bought. And like, bro, that was, that was crazy. I like, I guess I really wanted to like I didn't really know what it was like to like collab with someone like how they sent to open and all that so it was all new to me. Yeah, but that song's actually like pretty good. Honestly, I'll say like no, nah, it is uh, it is pretty good. It's like a good ass open that he sent. So it it's just cool crazy too. like how you have the songs that like like we've been talking about. You have another song. You have two songs with uh, TJX six decimals went crazy twenty two thousand streams. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Then you have Crown with K Suave. Just like yeah, that another... one's like low key. I never really it's like super low key, super yeah. low key. Like only some people, like some people hit me up and they're like, "You should do a song with this person." I'm like, "I'll just scroll down a bit." Like I did it already. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And from also earlier, you have a song "Pills" that shit's crazy, twenty five thousand streams. Um, you Damn, also I forgot about that song. The song's mad good. You also have a crazy, crazy song with "Destroy Lonely." Called Icy on Sicko's, yeah. on Sicko's SoundCloud page, Prod Lil eighty eight too. How yeah. like 
what the fuck happened there? Because that seems like on a uh, yeah on sicko like that's a whole well like, same thing with Lone. I, I knew him like I knew about him before you know even opium or anything like before any of that. And so uh, also my boy Eddie, shout out Eddie. He did the art and he dropped it for me on uh, sicko because he runs sicko uh, Metal Gear Solid on IG. But he um I remember like he was talking to his former manager at the time destroy lonely's manager and then mm -hmm. i asked him like how much his feature even was and then he gave me the price and then he actually even gave me a better deal and so i just did it to like invest in myself and then low 88 i already was like working with him like he'd send me uh packs and like i buy beats off him sometimes and stuff so like i already had a few tapes of them they're like taken down now but i had them like i archived it but i figured like why not just use one of these beats and then I figured uh, that was like right at the time where like it was like a rumor that he was opium. But like when I like talked to him, like I, I knew it was opium because I like FaceTimed him after and we talked briefly. And so I like knew it wasn't cap. And then so it kind of like worked out because if you look at them now, that was the first song they ever had. Now, like they actually have like hella songs or I think. But like they're in the same crew now. So mm -hmm. it's just kind of funny how that played out. Because I guess if you think about it, I technically got him on the first, like, little 88 beat that he would have ever gone on. That's so, actually fucking crazy. They actually think about what the fuck. Yeah, that was a big moment because, like, also with that, it's not even on my page. So I didn't necessarily, like, promote it a lot. But it's, like, kind of like another, like, hidden gem. But it just, like, goes to show you that I kind of, like, been around and knowing, like, certain people before That's they were, like, saying, big. bro. That's what I've been saying. You've definitely been around now. But, so yeah, crazy. like, he's a really cool, he's, like, one of the most humble people I ever met. Like, shout out to bro. Yeah, he definitely seems, like, super cool down to earth, dude. Uh, he's definitely a favorite here on the Expressions Podcast. Everyone, Everyone's a lone fan, man. Everyone is. Uh, oh, yeah. So, those are just... And actually, one more great song with a feature. Uh, Shopping High with Zelly Ocho, 19,000 streams. That's a really, really crazy song. Obviously, Zelly Ocho, crazy oh, yeah. artist. Yeah, and back in the day, I mean, bro, he was ridiculous. <laughs> that yeah, no effects. Yeah, shout out Zelly Ocho, man. But not just, not just, not just the features. And I want to just touch upon this right now. So important to invest in yourself. If you really want to take your music career seriously, you got to invest in yourself, man. And there's no shame in it. I feel like people think it's a bit taboo, but like I have a lot of respect for you just coming on here and being like, no, like I cop that Sofago feature. But you know what? That that $80 those years ago, the amount of streams, and you just said getting you paid as well, those streams, you know, to a certain yeah. And like, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, SoundCloud don't pay crazy, but I already but did make my money back from that song which is funny because like usually people don't really get their money's worth yeah when like they do that because the song might just like not go go like how they thought it would exactly but really bro actually a lot of reasons why i did those features especially like early on with like artists and stuff like that are big now is i wasn't i wasn't investing in myself necessarily like i didn't really look at it like that at the time i was investing in my producers because I would purposely like use a producer I knew who was like completely under the radar mm -hmm. or maybe just like just wasn't that big or didn't have a lot of placements at the time. And I would like get on their beat before I sent them the open. So like Voss, Prod, uh, the one with Yee and then the mm -hmm. one with K-Suave, like he'd been knowing me from 
like when I first started and really got locked in. So, um, like I did that so like he could have some more bigger stuff under his belt because, um, you know, it's hard with producers. Like you could send out thousands of beats and like no one hop on them. Yeah. But he's always been such a real one. So I always wanted to like put my producers on too and like just show them like a good look because bro, producers need to be like appreciated more. I feel like we talk about that all the time here. It's so true, man, because it's literally half of the song. Like one half is the artist, the other half is the producer, right? It's the production behind it. And right. a lot of these beats, sometimes they'd be carrying people out here. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like sometimes the, beat, sometimes the beat's just that good though. And it's like, you can't even do anything about it. But yeah, they need to get more love. And it's a shame because, you know, sometimes they get a tough, they get they have a tough time getting credited sometimes even well, yeah when, when it comes well, to they, i know people shit. have thousands or not even thousands they have millions of plays with the artists and they never saw a dime bro a dime like mm -hmm. i i don't want to say who but there's like, art, no, like, uh, like producers like, 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 bro there's mm -hmm. producers who produce for people who are big now and then like i'm talking to them bro they don't even have a set of speakers and they made that beat in headphones and i'm like bro what like, I Amazon them some speakers. Like, that's just, like, little stuff I do. Because, like, producers, bro, you can invest in yourself. It's cool. But, like, I want to invest in the people around me because then we could all just, like, it's just a group investment. We're all going to just improve and upgrade our sound if we're working together. And even if they're doing their own thing, because some of them I, I don't even really work with that much no more. But I'm, like, to see them elevate is, like, the best thing I could see. Because if I were them, I would have wished I made, like, some of that bread off. You know, people are performing those songs that are rolling loud and stuff. You're yeah. not seeing a dime, like yeah. you should, you know. So yeah. I always got to look out for those people, bro. And a lot of these producers are kids, so like I know, like they don't really know what to do. So I'd be trying to put them on game and stuff because I know, like lawyers and stuff. So you know, yeah, dude, that's they so need it. I got real. it. No, yeah, but I, I love, I love though how you like, going out and just buying speakers for kids and shit for prods, like just investing in the people around you. That's so fucking amazing. I've never heard someone really going out of their way like that i have to a certain extent but that's just amazing to hear man i really just just amazing to hear i love that keep doing what you do in the community that's beautiful it, you need a round of applause right there if i had <laughs> an effect to do it it would be doing it right now but yeah that's amazing so not only just the features now you got some solo bangers of course and songs more recently that i've you know as doing the research for this i definitely fuck with and been fucking with now uh almost lost my family 31,000 streams sick video behind that too i was taking Crazy. a look at um now that's on unholy's page or the the o's and x yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah now that you, guys, you got it right yeah 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 fire um having my way is that 11,000 streams fire ass song some of my just random songs that i fuck with you of admit i thought that shit was fucking crazy uh, song on your it, new bro. album, Flat on Me. Shout out Keenum on that beat. That shit is crazy. The other song, yeah. fuck with, Prime Britney. That shit is hard as fuck. And then also, what I want to mention too, because this is super random, super random, is just uh, you you were a co-prod on Dirty Rifle, Desire and Summer. Yeah. Us on uh, Desire's tape. Two over 20,000 yeah, streams, bro. Just random as fuck. I, and I love that because obviously man of many talents right here but it's crazy because i never made yeah. another beat after that bro i never made another <laughs> bro one. i was gonna i ask, was one I was and done ask. that's the only yeah you don't make beats that just was like a one-off thing 
Yeah, because I wanted to give my boy the placement, and I was like, bro, like, I, I could get us this, because I've been knowing, uh, I've been knowing um, KB for, like, since he first started rapping, so I used to help him out and, like, give him little tips here and there, and uh, so I sent him, like, I was talking to my boy, like, we cooked up the beat. I'm really, like, big on drums and stuff, so I needed the drums to really hit, and, like, that's what people loved about the beat, and so uh, I got a call from him. I didn't even know, like, my boy called me. He's like, bro, Summers just, like, went live. He hopped on our beat, too. I'm like, whoa. So someone sent me a snippet, and I was like, oh, damn. Like, uh, it was around the time he was about to drop Fallen Raven, so I was kind of mm -hmm. like, dang, that's crazy. So then they dropped the song or whatever, and, uh, yeah, nah, a lot of people were, like, hitting me up, and some producers and stuff wanted to work, but I was just like, working on this project I'd been working on for so long so I just wasn't able to focus on beats but I was really glad that my boy was able to get like that credit and me too because I've been I've been rocking with like Summers for a few years so it's just like cool so they have that and KB too mm -hmm. are we ever so, yeah, no. are we ever going to see producer necessary back back in action at some point or yeah, but it'll be, like, something crazy, like, random. It'll be, like, I don't know, like, Dua Lipa or something. Like, it has to be weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I gotta, no, like, do one and done sure. again. Like, once a year or something. Once a year. It comes back with a fucking banger. I love, I love to hear that. So necessary. Obviously, we just go went through the whole resume into a bunch of crazy little rabbit holes there, too, as well. Learning just... You you've you've talked to and known literally everybody who's anyone at this point from the underground of the past years, which is just insane. But my question for you is, what is all the what does all the success feel like to you, man? Um, you know, you have over two thousand SoundCloud followers. You have hundreds of thousands and now millions of streams. Uh to this day, you're still making such a shit ton of music. We're gonna talk about your new album soon as well. Like, shit just seems to keep going. Uh up and to the right if you're looking at a chart or like a graph right so what can you say about the success man what has it been like and the fact you've been around for a while now and still are yeah no i'm just thankful to like still be around you know some people like quit before they could really like get to where they want to go so it's just nice i've had like i really just um the numbers and everything is cool but i, I really appreciate like the um the connections i made like with people in terms of like relationship wise and uh just like it's crazy like the internet what you could do like it could be bad or good but it's like the people i've met and stuff is definitely like probably the main thing i appreciate because the numbers is definitely like growing now i could see more than ever so it just feels good because i remember when i would be like hard on myself and i still am but it's like when you see growth you know it's like it makes you want to go harder so i'm like more locked in than ever so i can't complain i'm just thankful for everyone who like really goes hard and like just listens to my music that's amazing it's still pretty niche i feel like i feel like it's niche like if you found mm -hmm. my music because i don't really like get promos or nothing so if people found my music it's like it's like special to them it's like niche because like it's not super like everyone listens to it Sometimes when everyone listens to something, people don't really like it because it's, like, not really special. Like, everyone mm. knows. So it's, like, it's cool. I definitely want to, like, get bigger. But I'm enjoying, like, where I'm at now. So I'm going to just enjoy the, the ride of it all because it's uh, it could probably get overwhelming once you get bigger, too. 
No, for sure it can. And I listen, humble guy right here. Very humble guy right here. But yeah, you you really kicked your dent in 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 the underground in terms of leaving a mark to to this point. And I'm excited to see what you continue to do. And yeah, I really do think that the sky's the limit for you. I I do agree. Like a lot of your growth and a lot of your fans, just very organic, man. You know, the people who know necessary, they fuck with necessary, and I think that's a really dope thing, you know. And uh yeah, but I want to talk about no smiles. New tape dropped a couple weeks ago now. Uh yes, I mean, yeah, maybe a week ago now, excuse me. It was on the you posted on the twenty second of September, if I'm not mistaken. Tell us about the tape, man. What's what was the idea behind No Smiles? Uh what what can you say about it? Man, really like I think I had like four of the songs made before I thought about making it in a tape. Mm-hmm. And then I was kind of like I was watching the Joker movie like every night. I don't know why. I just love that movie. So the one with um Chuck Queen Phoenix. I was watching that one yep. like every day. And uh it kind of inspired me to like make it more like a movie i don't know like i added transitions and then i added like little things in there like it's like the whole album's like an experience i wanted to just like do more so the vibe of the actual project and just like from what i was like dealing with at the time i was just kind of like in like a like a joker type type mode where i don't know it's just it was dark low-key but like it's also like kind of inspirational music at the same time just just me saying like how I deal with things and like what I was dealing with. And I guess people like relate because people were texting me like, Oh, like I'm going through this like same thing. And then I added all the lyrics finally um, on this project. I haven't done that before. It used to give me like trouble. So I, I was too lazy to do it. And then I figured it out. And like people would like take screenshots of the lyrics off Spotify or Apple. And like, that's when I was like, okay, like I'm going to just do this every job because people like really saw it as like a whole rollout because I had visualizers and I I got two music videos on the way for it too. So I really loved that project because it was kind of like an accident that I made it. So like just how I put it together was like perfect. It was very like experimental too, like with my voice and just stuff like that. Like I wasn't sure how people would like think of it, but um, I guess it was like refreshing because I don't ever like to do like the same thing back to back to back because yeah it just it just i don't know people will get bored so i like to always keep things like new but you know stay on theme i just really try and be as real as possible because i don't really feel like saying anything into a microphone that's like a lie because i don't want to like mislead people so yeah i just say whatever i'm dealing with and sometimes it's the harsh reality but you know at least it's real and people like relate yeah yeah and you could you could go to bed at night knowing that hey i i was real i didn't lie to anybody i left it i left it there's nothing else that could be done but something that's amazing is watching the joker every day that's a crazy way to get inspiration but i can (laughs) almost see the inspiration in the tape because something i was going to mention you already did was it felt very experimental it felt like you were going to places going to different places with your voice trying different things that you know throughout your whole uh discography up to that point like i don't really don't think we've heard so definitely was different definitely refreshing like a really really interesting tape the production was sick i mentioned uh 
Flat on Me, which was Prod Keenum. I really, really like that song. And the transitions were all fire as well, but definitely different and experimental. And we and I appreciate that because I love to see an artist grow and try some things, man, regardless of, you know, if they're going away from their sound, making more of what they're kind of making right now. It's just, it's great to see that you're always keeping it real, man. That's so important. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, people see it and they appreciate it. So, uh, you know, it's easy to do that, like, yeah people think oh it must be hard to like say something of substance in every song but it's really not hard because like i'm always dealing with something life's up and down so you know i actually like even on some like more turnt songs i'll still say something relatable it's like because that's like the type of music i like to listen to like you gotta feel something for real you don't just turn it off and then you're on to like the next song and it's like whatever yeah you're, like you got to go back and maybe listen again and, and see what you miss. That's that's what I like. Yeah, it's it's so crazy because with music, you could love a song, listen to it every day, put it down for a second, listen to it again, and you hear something you've never heard, and you hear it for the first time, you're like, "Holy shit, that's a crazy bar! Wow, that sound, right. that little yeah, like all the little 100%. little details." You know, that's really what can make a song even more special than it already is too. So I I couldn't agree more. Necessary. Something I'm interested about is you obviously came up some years ago and just started to become relevant and known, and. Mm-hmm. Now, today, you're still in the underground, you're still making music, still doing your thing. What was it like coming up those like some years ago now in that 2020, 2021 sort of rage era, which which you mentioned and definitely what was going on? And is there anything different that you notice about the underground today that just from back then was a little bit different? Okay, uh, I feel like since the whole rage stuff, I think a lot of people started to lose the whole originality and like just going out of their way to like, you know, figure out like what their sound is. And it's a lot of like copy and paste, bro. And so a lot of underground I don't listen to. Like if it's not like people who are already established, I feel like it's a lot of like, oh, it, it worked for this person. So I'm going to just make the exact same type of sounding beats, sounding everything like. I just don't like that. It's like uninspiring. It's like you're just putting something out to get like clout. Like you're not really trying to do anything like musically. And I'm like all about the craft. So as much as I want to get like rich or whatever off it, it's like I'm going to do it like the proper way. Like I'm not going to cop out. Like everyone just cops out. They make one viral song. Then they, it's like the clone people comparing you for the rest of your life. Like I would hate that, bro. I don't care how much money you give me. If people are comparing me to the next dude, I'm gonna be like, bro, like what? My own man, like I'll be annoyed, bro. So it's like, I can't take that thing. Well, in my opinion, that's like selling out. Like I can't do that. So, like, yeah. it's cool though. I get it because they're like kids. So if you're a kid, like you're gonna be like inspired. But I feel like it's some like really blatant just copy and paste, and it's like, and then they'll be like, uh, I'm not a, I'm not trying to clone them, and it's like, bro, come on, bro. <laughs> It's like, at least own it, because then it's like, people won't even say anything anymore if you own it, but people will always say stuff if you're, like, denying it, and, like, yeah. no one even compares me to anyone. Someone asked me the other day, like, what would my sound, like, what would I compare it to? I couldn't even answer, like, because no one compares me, but that's always, like, that's why I didn't drop for, like, I probably dropped, like, three singles or something, like, the year before last year. Like, I was just dropping, like, SoundCloud throwaways, and then once I found my sound, then I was like, okay, like, now I can go full throttle. 
because mm. like i don't know you're like lost until you find your sound what what goes into finding your sound right like how do you arrive to that point what as a person do you need to do like in your life how, how do i get to finding my sound as an artist really it's just like the way i did it i don't know if it'll work for anyone but i um i just started being super real so i once i put my my actual life and experiences in the music but over crazy beats then i was like it's really just about the beat selection at that point because you can like i don't know someone might hop on like a playboy cardi beat but they're gonna like try and like sound like cardi a bit or they're gonna try and sound like i don't know whoever maybe they'll sound like eat there's probably a ton of eat clones like you can't do that you got to take your own approach to whatever beat you're getting and like do your thing on it because that's what's going to make you stand out otherwise what's going to be the difference between you and a hundred other people that you know hop on that same type beat or thousands of people at this point so mm. that's really what it is and you'll know when you find it because you'll feel like very comfortable and like like i didn't do it like you see all those features now are old i never put no features on my stuff for like a few years now so i wanted to just build me build my sound and then it's going to be 10 times harder when I start collabing with people who also have their own sound. Cause it'll be like a mesh of both sounds. That's yeah. really why I did that. Yeah. It's just learning, bro. It's really just learning. Like I don't blame it. Like I don't want to hate on nobody, but it's just like some people could definitely like go outside the box with it. Yeah. But it's just like the blatant copy is like, it's, yeah. it's not going to like have longevity at all. Yeah. It yeah. won't leave SoundCloud. Yeah. It's you're, you're, you're unique value proposition to the listener is you're yourself and there's only one of you so whoever that is find that because that's what really is going to create some buzz around your name and some some fans who are excited every time you drop for sure and i think you know that's the approach you're taking right now being yourself should be everything 100 percent real and I, I i couldn't i couldn't love that more man uh yeah man it gets me into trouble sometimes though people be like Yo, is this about me? I'm like, oh shoot, nah. <laughs> like now that the lyrics are all there, but nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I try and I'm trying not, you know, hurt anybody. But it's hey, like, man. I'm always hey, gonna say what I say. You're speaking, you're speaking from the soul, man. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. So now For something, real. something that was pretty interesting going, uh, going through Instagram. Uh, you have a picture with uh, Reda, Reda Darko, who. He's going fucking crazy right now. Everything he drops is just, it's working. Uh, what is your relationship like with Retta? Uh, you know, what was it like to meet him? And yeah, to talk talk about that a little, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, no. Nah, um, so I knew him for like a while. I followed him like around the time I was cool with like TJ and stuff. And he was like more making beats a lot more back then. But he was still making music, but he wasn't like fully, fully locked in. I feel like he wasn't like, really focused on it. it was like way more focused on beats so i always knew him for like more as a producer now i always thought he was hard like he did all that stuff with Sheck west and like all that other stuff but then i uh i'm trying to think of the timeline but um oh no okay so what happened was end of last year <laughs> i guess it always comes back to video games but we were starting to play fortnite and he wasn't yeah. in he wasn't where he used to uh, always be. So he was kind of like dolo. There wasn't like a lot of people around. So he was bored and just playing Fortnite. And he would just like record and stuff. Um, and so we'd just be on Fortnite chopping it up or whatever. And we ended up kind of getting close. And then um, 
I ended up getting close with another producer named Crime, Crime Effect. And then we're on the phone one day and he was like, telling me I should pull up to Miami. So I was like asking my folks if it was cool because I had never traveled like on a yeah. plane alone or whatever out of town. And so they were like, they talked to him or whatever. And then I was surprised they let me go. And uh, I linked Reddit too because we were so close. And I, I was in Darko by then, which is like his collective. And so I popped up and we just chilled, like just on like even not even some music stuff, just chilled and just like built a relationship and just vibed out like it was just cool and ever since we've been cool so it was cool to see like his growth too from the time I met him to like how he is now like going super hard with music and uh yeah no like he's definitely uh a big um big person in the underground like yeah with beats and music now so it's like you know the best of both worlds yeah a music person you know yeah for sure yeah no he... so that was it was it was cool like miami's fire so when i i pulled up out there and then i ended up going like a few more times after that so we really like locked in and stuff hey man shout out shout out Retta, legend underground legend and seems like his 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 uh break into the mainstream is gonna come sooner rather than later and it's, I mean, Most looks like it's really there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, everything he does, bro, is just crazy. Uh, and so far that you apparently you've you've literally known every single person. It seems like you've you've had, uh, you just had an impact and and have like touched so many lives of guys who are, and we've mentioned so many people at this point: Yeet, Lone, Fago, Summers, uh desire retta now like you just seem to have been tapped in gotten to know everyone and like have really just done some such cool shit in the underground man it is really really is cool to say necessary though yeah it's, no for question though question cool. who's yeah. up next who's up next is anyone listening do you listen to right now who you have that same conviction that you did of a lot of these other guys back in the day dang that's a good question um we think definitely red is up there for sure um uh got armani mm. phoenix darko yep like all my homies in darko um i feel like dang i feel like i don't listen to a lot of underground lately but i don't know he's already kind of like lit but do you know uh kuru kuru yeah how do you I actually I met him through music too. He he's tough. He's um from the DMV. He, he used to make like I guess they would call it hyper pop. Yeah, yeah, I remember this guy. I'm looking at my phone right now. He's got yeah. uh that one song I fucked with from a minute ago with curtains because I fucked with curtains heavy. Yeah, yeah he's super dope too. Yeah, yeah, this song is fucking fire. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew that sounded familiar. Yeah, shout out crew. Were you into were you into the hyper pop scene at all? Or I was like not super hip to it, but then I heard um my boy put me on a song. My boy Takeshi put me onto mm-hmm. it. And then I kinda like figured out what it was. And so yeah, I thought like he did it like the best out of like most of the people my friend showed me. And we have a song too, it's just like it's old now, so we're gonna make something better that's like cooler, like since my sound and his sounds evolved. 
So I'm going to definitely, like, try and send him something soon. But I'd say him and then, like, I don't want to miss anyone. Let me, like, go through who, who I follow because I yeah. feel like there's definitely someone I'm missing. There's, like, a lot of producers that I – I feel like I interact with more producers than artists. But yeah. do you know uh, nah. Samad? Hmm. Samad, yeah, of course, of course. I think he's for sure next. Yeah, he's hard. Um, yeah, Samad, uh, my boy Rezzy. He don't even really take music that serious, but he's <laughs> tough. I feel like he just does it just to do it. But like, yeah, I Dude. tell him, bro, you just gotta yeah. take it serious. Nah, hey, take it, take it serious. Let's tell him right now. Let's tell him right now. That's yeah. It's it really is amazing about relationships you be able to create through music, though. It's so amazing, and that's that's my favorite part about. You know, being in the underground, doing all the things I do is relationships along the way. Like some of the people I've met, I know I'm going to know for the rest of my life and, and really cherish those relationships, you know? Definitely. 100%. Yeah. So, Ness, we got a project on the way. Having my way. Yes, sir. We talked a little bit about before we started recording, but you're telling me the rollout's going to be crazy. You're really putting everything into this, man. So tell us about having my way. When are we going to get it? Any uh, any little tidbits you could give us? Maybe a feature. Maybe how is it gonna sound? Producers, etc. Whatever else you'd want to give, tell us about it. Yeah, no, um, it's definitely gonna be crazy. Some of my craziest songs and like catchiest songs too. Like, feel like anybody will really enjoy it. Like anyone that listens to like rap or like even very like melodic songs are on there too. But I got um, Lucid, 740 is one of my favorite producers. Moe's is one of my favorites. I got Chrome's on there. I got OJ2 Millie. He's from Toronto, too. Shout out to him. Uh, who else? A lot of goats on there. Uh, trying to think. No no features as of right now. I'm not even going to lie. But there's like a few that I've been thinking about recently that I feel like I should definitely try and get. Um, but like the whole rollout is going to be fun because it's a lot more upbeat and like happy, the project and even like the lyrical content and everything will just be like very positive, I feel like, but also very still relatable. So that's like, it's probably my favorite body of work just because the beats and everything are just going to be like different. Like people, people are gonna really enjoy it as a whole because i'm gonna make sure that they flow into each other like the songs and just like like i did on the last one just like an experience sonically because i don't know some some projects can like get boring if you don't like structure properly you know what i mean so yeah and then i'm gonna do like a whole brand so i'm gonna make sure people can like buy something that they can like really cherish and have to themselves that's unique well, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do a lot, a lot yeah. of stuff. Well, we're well, we're gonna be tuned in over here. I can assure you that I'm very excited to hear, to hear it after hearing you say all that. Uh, especially the brand too. Hype to see what you guys roll out and whatever you have cooking up over there. I know for a fact that it's dope. Ness, yes, sir. A couple quick questions for you right now. Yes, sir. You could work with any artist in the world. Get a feature from anyone in the world. Make a song with them. Who would it be? Only one? Only one, one artist? Only one. Uh, Either Young Lean or Future. Young Lean or Future. Yeah, two, two, two great people right there. Why? Why? I We hear Future all the time. Why Young Lean, though? Man, like, he made one of my favorite songs ever. So it's just like, 
I don't know. I just know I could hop on like any vibe. So if he really wanted to do something super obscure, Yeah, like we could do it. it's all But I feel like he's like a real musician. Like he could do like whatever. And his writing's crazy. And I always like when people have like crazy lyrics, like, like you paint like a picture in your head. So it's, it's like a different level. Like his pen, his like pen is just crazy. Like he could write for days. And, Yeah. uh, Yeah, he's a legend, like, actually, like, he's one of the OGs, like, everyone's so shocked, like, when there's, like, these kids blowing up, but he was just, like, one of those first kids that really blew up, Yeah. like, rapping, like, super young, like, Yeah. Nah, he he set yeah, the nah, stage, he changed it, bro. He really did. and he's, like, still pretty, like, low-key, he doesn't do too much, but, like, he's super respected, so it's, like, Yeah. he's actually a legend, you know, like, Travis Scott just had him on his recent project still, so it's, like, Yeah, you People always know what's see him up. around to this day. You see him with, like, Yachty and shit. Like, you just always see him around and obviously held at Right. the high, to the highest esteem possible. As he should be, though. As he should be. I don't think it's But possible. who would you want to see me on a song with? Let me ask you. Any artist? That's a, that's a, that's a, it's a great question. Um, I'd like to personally see you on a song. Well, the person I have in mind is, is... is underground so i don't know if you I, I don't know if you know him to be fair so it'd be kind of shit but i'm gonna say it anyways i'd love to see you make a song with uh sleeping relics i don't know if you know who that is Nah, I'm not familiar. def You gotta gotta help tap me out. in man def gotta tap in talk about a guy who you know pushes himself to to different badges with his sound and will literally go make any song and it sound absolutely amazing If there's anyone is definitely next up, you should definitely take a look into him, I can assure you. Now, Yeah, for someone sure. I love people. someone in like more of the mainstream. He was the first one I thought of when you asked me that question, to be fair. So you gotta give Yeah, me no, a second for there. sure. I mean, if I could if I could say anyone, I'd probably say I would definitely say after hearing your last project, I definitely would just like to see whatever you and Thug could make personally. That's crazy, because I was just thinking that, like, right before you said that. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say I would like to hear you and Thug do something. I think that would be a very, very uh, interesting combination, and I think you guys would complement each other really well. That's Yeah, what no, I would that would say. be crazy for sure. Yeah, that's I would really definitely, what I'm saying. that's probably up there too. Like, if I had to do top three, it'd probably be like the future and young lean Yeah, for sure. Fire 3. Ness, if you weren't making music, what, what would you be doing right now? Um, yeah. What would I be doing? I don't know. I'd probably try like streaming or something. I'm like a funny guy outside of music. Like, I like to joke around a lot. It's really Yeah. how I, I got cool with a lot of people, just for being funny, like, like good vibes around people. But maybe like streaming or I used to want to be a chef, so maybe cooking or something. Where does I the used to. cooking, where's the cooking interest come from? Bro, it's going to sound crazy, but I love that movie Ratatouille. It's my favorite movie. And never, It's like, a phenomenal when I watch movie. that, like, yeah, it's like art, bro. So I'm like, dang, like, like being a chef and stuff looks cool. You get to, like, travel around. and But, nah, that dream died out, but I still love that movie. Hey man, maybe yeah, maybe you'll be getting controlled by a rat and cooking up and stuff. Or maybe you and him, you you and you and like Ratatouille, we can start your own business together, a little restaurant.
Nothing wrong with that. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess that would probably be it. Or yeah. if it wasn't sports, because I kind of already dropped sports. So yeah. Ness. Yeah, man. Twenty twenty eight. Five years from now, where are you gonna be? Sheesh. Paint a picture. Uh, it's a tough hopefully one. Hopefully, I'll have like. A wife and kids. No, I love it. No, uh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. No <laughs> one's ever answered that question like that yet. So I, I'd love to hear that. No, nah, I wouldn't be that old, but like, I don't know. I just want like something solid. Like, I just want to be successful. So as long as I'm impacting people, like, I just want to reach more people. So I think I'll be, I don't think I'll be at like five years. Can maybe see myself at like a, it's a it's a realistic level. I'd probably put like, who's an artist? I don't know. Maybe like, two hundred k plus followers or something. You know, mm-hmm. something like that. But I mean, I feel like if you have a cult fan base, it doesn't like really matter. Like necessarily, yeah. I just I just want to be able to like travel and um. Yeah, I just want like solid people around me. That's that's all I want really and just be able to like bless more people around me like have more money more emotion to just be able to like push other people i know in the right direction simple as that that. yeah simple as that i i I am a fan of everything which you just said all things that are absolutely admirable ness it's been an absolute pleasure man uh you came in dropped some absolute gems and obviously told a bunch of ridiculous stories just of that you've been you've just been around for so long now and and it's great to see your continued success really man tell the people though where can they find you uh necessary on all platforms uh twitter instagram like same spelling for everything and yeah whatever you listen on you can find me and I'm gonna lie, bro. I still got like five projects I ain't dropped yet. I got a whole album I made last <laughs> October, like a year from now. I still haven't dropped it, so I'm gonna I'm flood them. I want to do like, like Young Boy dropped like I don't even know how many projects last year. I'm trying to I'm trying to top that. So, hey man, that's a that's definitely a high a high target that you're going up against against Young Boy. But hey, if anyone can do it, it's gonna be necessary. That's all I can say. That's all I can say necessary yeah, man lots on the way lots on the way lots any the last way. words for the people out there closing statement yeah man just honestly like just keep good people around you and like be genuine and you could like rake it very far and like and like it's, it's easy to like want to give up but like when you don't give up you're gonna like feel 10 times stronger each time each situation you dealt with like there was times where i definitely like was like all right like like, I don't even want to be doing this no more. Like, it's you can't even be defeated like that because life goes on either way. So it's not going to stop for you when you feel sad or nothing. So I learned to, like, go even harder now when things are rough because, you know, you're not going to see results when you just stop doing anything. So, you know, just don't stay in that same, like, sad wallowing in your in your, you know, defeated mindset. It's not going to get you nowhere, bro. And, you know, you can't, you can't really like just do substances and just like, like it's not going to change your situation. Like I don't do no type of drugs, nothing. That's why I don't rap about it. So that's the best thing I could say for you. I don't even drink nothing. Like 
nah, I like to stay very clear and like know what's going on. So that's what I would say. Like knowledge is real power. So go learn some things and you'll learn some things about yourself. And life Beautiful. gets easier. Yep. Beautiful. Necessary. Thank you for that wonderful closing statement and and those beautiful words. It's again, like I said, absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on the pod today, really. Yeah, no, nah, for sure, man. I appreciate it too, bro. I like I like talking and meeting new people. So we'll definitely stay in touch. And if you ever need anything, just hit me, bro. I got you. 100 percent bro. I appreciate that love for real. And to everybody listening to the Expressions Podcast, thank you very much. And until next time.